Have you ever been curious about how much work it takes to make one of these shows? I'll walk you through my process. Welcome to Blair Radio, where every brand can be heard. Now, the voice behind the mic, James Shannon. Welcome to episode 22 of Blair Radio. Today, I'm going to talk some more about podcasting and what it has done for me. And some of the doors that podcasting has opened and being someone who is very shy, doesn't like to talk much and I stay away from the big crowd. It's crazy that I have my own podcast. It's crazy that I have two podcasts. But I believe everyone should put themselves out there and be open to whatever feedback you may receive. I've I've had positive and not so positive feedback, but I continue being me. I keep doing what it is that I do. And I think everybody should, too. If you want to start a podcast or maybe you already have one, I'm going to share a few things that has helped me with producing my show. And today is just me. No guests. So here we go. Everybody, today, there's no guests. It's just me and you. And I kind of like this sometimes. I mean, I don't always need to have that other person on the other end to give you some content. Anyways, I know a lot of people that are listening, you guys have a podcast or you might be thinking of creating one or or you may just be interested in knowing more about the process of podcasting. And you probably have some, have some questions about it. You probably want to know if it's even worth it. And for me, it definitely is. And I think at some point, everybody should consider having a show. So why not give it a shot? But I do want people to understand that doing this, it is a lot of hard work. There's this misconception from some people that we just hop on a mic and that's it. And you may know that we do some editing, we do some marketing, but it's a lot more to it than that. Now, today I'm going to talk about my process, what I do in in pre-production and post-production. It may be different than what everybody else does. Everybody has their own process. So my way isn't the correct way or the wrong way. It's just my way. Some other people have it easier. Some other people have it harder. This is just what I do. And that can even change. What I was doing on day one is way different than what I'm doing today. And hopefully what the plan is that it'll be different in the future and that I will just hop on a mic, hop off and let somebody else take care of the uh, editing, show notes, research, marketing, all of that. All of that that I'm going to tell you that I, I do now. I started this podcast because I wanted to hear these, these stories of how people started their businesses in the hopes that it would inspire other people to start their business and to be heard. I mean, that's one of the main reasons why I started the podcast. But throughout this podcasting journey, I even joined a few Facebook podcasting groups and I met some really amazing people with some really amazing shows. Some of the shows I even became a subscriber to. And in these groups, I, I've met people like uh, Shanine Alasia from Reaching While Teaching podcast. The uh, I met Jason Pickle from the Life in the Pickle podcast. Sean Nigro, aka Credit the Rapper, he was on episode seventeen, and I also subscribed to his podcast. And there's some others. I mean, I could be here all day naming some of the ones that I've subscribed to or just checked out. I tried to listen to 
as many as I can every Friday. I use different podcasting apps for different reasons. And one of those, uh, I use Google Podcasts just to listen to people from the Facebook groups that I'm in. And hopefully if I hear something that I like, I subscribe to them on Stitcher. But anyways, since I started podcasting, it allowed me to appear on several shows. I've been interviewed quite a bit. I, I can think of all the shows on top of my head. I know most recently I was on the Man Network and on Liquor Talk. Those are my most recent two interviews that, that I appeared on. And I don't just subscribe to the shows of people in those Facebook groups. I even subscribe to the shows of some of my guests. I mean, I listen to every guest that I've had that has a podcast. I listen to them. They have a YouTube channel. I always try to listen or read or just get as much of their content that they're putting out. And a lot of my guests have taught me about business and have helped me with my business without even knowing the the benefits from podcasting. Just, I mean, I can talk about it all day. It's the fans. Like you guys are the main reason why I even continue to, to do this. I always wondered if I could even get one person to listen, let alone the hundreds of people that have been listening to the show since I started at the beginning of this year. It's, it's been amazing. I read every email, every comment, and the show just continues to grow. And I'm just like really in shock that people listen to me every single week on both of my shows. It has even given me traffic to my websites. It helped me learn how to how to market you know, me and my shows and my business. And people have bought my merch. It's just I didn't expect all of this just from podcasting when I first started. And I'm not going to lie. I love it. It's it's one of the greatest things that I've ever done. I, I mean, I've met some really great people that haven't even been on the show. Some of them I, I plan on inviting them to the show shortly. We'll see how that goes. But I say all of that because, again, all of this came because I made this show. Now that I'm over 20 episodes in, I've created a little system for myself that made it easy for me to to produce it. I'm obsessed with Excel, so I put everything into a spreadsheet. I have some crazy formulas that help me with getting everything out on time. And I also use a lot of different tools and uh, some software that help me with creating the show. One of my favorite ones that I use is Calendly. Am I, am I saying that right? It's Calendly. I, I can never say that right. Calendly. Basically, it's a scheduling app or software I use to schedule all of my interviews. So the way that it's set up, I normally record my shows on Fridays and Saturdays. Using Calendly, they can only schedule during Pacific times, but it's, it's set up in a way so that I will never be double booked. The idea is around 45 minutes, even though I just checked on Excel, it says my average show is 32 minutes right now. But I have a buffer set up so that I never go into something else that may have scheduled. So if they schedule for like one o'clock, that buffer is for an hour, hour and a half. So up until two thirty. So nothing can be scheduled within that time frame. And it's linked to my calendar. So anytime somebody schedules a recording, they get the a calendar invite, they get the Zoom meeting ID. And now that Zoom made some changes, they probably get the Zoom password too. I'm not, I'm not too sure. And I received the event added to my calendar as well. Like Calendly makes it super easy. They get, they, they take care of all of my notifications. So for instance, once a guest books their date and time, 24 hours prior to the date of recording, they receive a notification. They receive a reminder 
that we're going to record the very next day. And I customize the reminder to my liking. And then after we record, they receive another email automatically thanking them for the show and that asked them to go to this website or, or go to this page on my website to sign a guest release form. And I get notified via email. So basically, once a guest reaches out to me or I reach out to them and I send them my link to schedule an interview, Calendly takes care of everything else. My next step is to do research on them. So I study their websites. I look at their social medias. I read what other people are saying about them. I listen to their YouTube. I watch their YouTube videos. I listen to any other shows that they've been on. Just to try to gather as much stuff about them as I possibly can. And then I create a list of questions. I have questions that I'm going to send them. It's just, it's really like just some standard questions. Um, tell me about your life or, or tell me about your story and basic stuff, but I also have some surprise questions. Some of them I won't send them because I feel like I may get better answers if I ask them during the show. And I just don't want them to know everything that we're going to ask. I may not even ask all the questions that I, I send them. And it's just, I feel that it's better that way to not give them everything all at once. So on the day that they record, um, again, I record in Zoom. I'm in the Zoom meeting about five minutes prior to the start of the recording. They hop in and then I'm recording on Audacity at the same time that I'm recording on Zoom, just because the sound quality of Zoom is pretty bad in comparison to Audacity. So I record on both. And it's also a good way to have a backup recording on my end. If the guest is recording on their end, Again, once we disconnect the call, they get that Calendly automated email. In that email, there's a link to my Dropbox where they can send their recorded file to me so that I can we can have two decent audio files for the uh, for the show. Oh, I also have water. Definitely when I'm doing these solo shows, you get to talking a lot. You need to have some water. So. Some days I, I record shows in batches. So I may record two, three episodes, even four episodes during one weekend. So also on Calendly, I only do a maximum of two shows a day. I, I can spend all day recording episodes. Once the shows are all edited and complete, I upload them to the host and I schedule them for the release dates. Now, while I'm doing the recording with the guests, for instance, I have all of the questions in Evernote or even when I'm doing my solo shows, I have some bullet points in Evernote that I look at doing the recording. So I know where I'm at and what I'm going to ask next, ask next or I'm going to cover next. For example, right now I'm looking at the Evernote screen and it's. It's a bullet point saying the interview process just to remind me that I'm supposed to be talking right now about what happens during the interview. So I don't always ask all the questions I have written every note, but my goal is to drive the conversation to where I want it to go. It doesn't always work, but that is the joy of it is that you never know how the conversation is going to go. That's why I do love doing interviews. But again, it's always cool to take a break from them because they do get pretty hectic. So once again, I think I said this a couple of times after the interview, a calendar sends them that link to my thank you page on my website where they can sign a release form, giving me permission to use their image and their recording for the podcast. And there's also an opt in page on that thank you page so that if they're interested in signing up for my newsletter, they can do so on that page as well. 
And there's also um, a statement there telling them that they know any other guests that may be interested, they can apply to be on the show. So anyway, so after we're done with all that, um, after the show, that's when all, I think all of the really, really hard work starts once you wrap your show. So I use Google Calendar to help me with the tasks that I need to do to do all of my post-production stuff for each episode. So I create a calendar in Google Calendar called the Blair Radio Calendar. Damn, I'm saying calendar a lot right now. Anyways, so I follow the calendar very, very closely and I make sure that it notifies me just to just to remind me of what I need to be doing. So again, I record episodes on Fridays or Saturdays and then on Sundays is when I edit my episodes in Audacity. While I'm doing this editing, I'm taking notes. I'm writing the show notes. I'm writing the show description. I'm writing a intro and outro. I'm doing all of this in Evernote. I have a note in Evernote dedicated to the episode and I have a template I created. So I just start plugging in everything that I need to write into this template. So I write the, the show notes while I'm editing. I also may do some touches to the description while I'm editing. And then I'll write the intro and the outro all on Sunday. I also create the tags for the show and the tags are saved in a certain spot in the template so that I can always copy and paste them anywhere online or anywhere where I need to paste the tags or anywhere where the tags are needed. Once I'm done editing the episode, I then record the intro, the outro, and the question that I asked at the beginning of every single show. I then insert all three of those recordings into the episode file so that now I have the question track, the intro track, the full episode track, which is the, the, the biggest one, the longest one, and then the outro track. Then I may have some ads that are pre-recorded and then I'll insert them wherever they go, whether it's a pre-roll. I don't do mid-rolls, but some people may. So a pre-roll, a mid-roll, or a post-roll. A pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll. The pre-mid and roll are pretty much the location on your um, your episode. So pre-roll is before the episode. Middle rows during the episode, post rows after the episode. If I don't have a pre-recorded ad and I need one, then I will record one and insert it into the um, into the episode from there. A lot of times, it may not even be an ad. It may just be me just doing a promotion for it and affiliate link or whatever. But basically, after I do the the question, intro, and outro, that then record uh, any ads, any sponsors. Um, any announcements, just anything like that, any extras I need to record and insert, I would do at that point. So and then that's done on Sunday. Sunday is kind of a big editing day, but on Mondays is when I do some more writing. So I will I use ConvertKit as my email service provider. So I will open up ConvertKit and I will write out my broadcast that goes to all of my email subscribers. Now on Monday, this is really like at least a week in advance because shows drop on Monday. And when I write these broadcasts, they're scheduled to go out on the Monday morning of the episode release date. So episodes are released at 2 a.m. every Monday, but the broadcast goes out between 10 and 11 a.m. every single Monday. So I write that at least a week in advance. And then I schedule an email to the guest for the show. And in that email is going to have the links that they can listen to and or share the episode. That email to the guest is also going to have a link to their guest page and to the show page on the Blair Radio website. 
after writing the email to the guests, I write some social media posts and I use social media to schedule my social media content. So I write these social media posts. I plug them into social B so that it can go out on the day that the episode drops. And then it kind of just um, is set up in a way that is evergreen content. So it will post every once in a while to remind people, hey, you can go back and listen to to this episode from a while ago. All right. So and then I also. I will randomly promote different episodes and different Facebook groups. Or I told people doing conversations and this isn't anything that's scheduled on the calendar. I just do this whenever I see fit. I also use headliner or wave to create an audiogram and I barely use them um, only because I, I just don't have the time to, to set that up. But what my plan on using them for is that I will look at my stats for my episodes, whichever shows are not performing that well. I try to give them more attention. So I would create an audiogram using headliner wave and I'll use that to try to uh, bring more attention to the episode. Also, what I'm going to end up doing very soon is on my YouTube channel, Blair TV is going to have like the best 10 minutes of each episode. So I'm not going to post the entire episodes onto YouTube, but I'm going to have like the best parts, no more than 10 minutes. So on Tuesdays, that's when I create the posts or the pages on my website. So every guest has their own guest page. And a guest page is just going to be everything about the guest, not necessarily about the episode that we recorded. But you can go to the the post or the page for the episode and you can get the show notes, the resources, the links and everything mentioned on the episode. Now, I'm saying post or page because I'm going to be making change very soon. Uh, right now, there's an episode page and then there's also a post. The post is just the transcription of the episode, but I'm going to combine the two very soon when I get the time. Also on Tuesday, that's when I create the cover art for the episode. I have a template that I made on Photoshop that I save. I just I load up the template and I replace the uh, the picture with the new picture of the guest. I make sure that it looks good and then I save the uh, the new cover art. And then on Wednesday, that's when I start the process all over again. But for my other podcast, Conversations with James Shannon. Now, I mentioned the the post when I transcribe. I transcribe using Otter. And if you're not transcribing, you 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 should because it's very good for SEO and to drive traffic to your website. So I use Buzzsprout for Blurred Radio and I use Wooshka for, for conversations. So once I'm done doing everything all the editing, cover art, all that stuff. I upload the episodes and I schedule them for their release dates well in advance. So this episode was actually scheduled prior. There are times, there's been a couple of times when I had to go back and replace the audio could and change the intro or the outro, but that's very rare that I do that. Um, once I upload to the host, I also save a copy of my flash drive and then I also upload another copy onto Dropbox. It's just good to always have backups just in case I need to change anything in the future. So that's pretty much it. I don't know why I, I felt like I ran through that really, really fast and made it seem easier than what it really is. If you need to find guests, it's good to look on podcastguest.com, on Podit, or you can even contact the guests directly on their social media accounts or find, um, depending on how big they are, you, you can probably find an agent or figure out their booking email, you just have to do some research. Some of the guests that I haven't had on the show have requested me on Podit, 
or they reach out to me via email or on the website or on social media. Um, not gonna talk about who, who, uh, who did what. That's not important. Some I've had to deny just because it wasn't a good fit, but I have a template, uh, a pre-written response just to let them know that it's going to be a no. And then there's also a, yeah, you'd be a great fit email that I send out to them, to the ones that I accept as well. All right. And I think that covers the most of the majority of it. If you have your own podcast, please let me know in the comments what you do that is different. I thank you guys again so much for listening to this episode. And this was fun. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the 22nd episode of the Blair Radio Start Your Business and Be Heard podcast. I just listened to that episode and I forgot to mention. Well, I forgot to mention a lot, but I wanted to make sure that I say that I reach out to guests too. Some reason I felt like I was making it seem like I only receive requests. Well, I also reach out to quite a few people to try to get them onto the show. Some say yes, some say no, but we just keep on pushing and move on to the next. I also have some amazing news coming up outside of podcasting that I will be announcing soon. Um, I would say what it is, but I want to make sure that all of the pieces are together before I say something wrong about my business. Look. I really, really enjoy podcasting and it is only getting better from here. This episode was recorded a while back and I no longer use Dropbox to receive to receive any files from guests. I now use retransfer. Just wanted to put that out there. Also, I mean, it's a lot has changed. Listen to that episode. I, I see that I've become I've become more confident. Um, I don't stress too much about trying to sound perfect or the editing and it just reminded me of why I love doing this just to also see the growth over time from episode one to episode 22. And let's see where we're at once we get to episode 44. So as you know, I also have conversations with James Shannon, success at the tragedy. So next week you will meet one of the biggest inspirations for that podcast, a man with an amazing story. And I'm happy to share our conversation with all of you. Until next time, please keep making noise online. Like, leave a comment on iTunes, Podchaser, or on our website. The show notes are going to be at BlairRadio.com slash EP22. Thanks a bunch. Okay, I know a lot of you are podcasters, and we all need that little push sometimes to create another amazing show. I know you know, like I know that making a podcast is great, but the editing, the marketing, the research and everything besides hitting record and talking can be a lot, sometimes too much. It gets really boring to cut out all the ums and calls and long pauses. Well, Richard Matthews from episode 21 has a solution. Head over to BlairRadio.com slash push to see how he and his team is bringing the joy back to podcasting for podcasters by allowing you to do what it is that you love. You record your show and that's it. The folks at Push Button Podcast will take care of the rest. Learn more by visiting BlairRadio.com slash push. I was about to talk really fast right here, but I can't do that without sounding really dumb. But I am an affiliate for a push button podcast and I may earn a commission after you visit my link. Thanks for listening to Blair Radio, where we turn your online whispers into screams. Learn more at theblairgroup.com. Until next time, be heard.